Welcome, everyone, to the most must-listen Patreon-exclusive podcast on the Talk Film Society Podcast Network. Welcome to Marking the Marks. Marking the Marks with, with Marcus, Marcus and, and Marcelo. Marcelo. Hey, Marcus. Hey, Marcelo. How, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Uh, fantastic. Uh, no reason to be down right now. No. Everything's good. Um. We're recording this on March twenty fourth, twenty twenty. Um, that is the that is the lowest energy I've ever heard you uh, with the opening, Marcus, and <laughs> r- rightfully so, because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and we're, but, but hey, we're here to talk wrestling, though, right, 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 Marcus. Yeah, even in the midst of all this terror, there's still wrestling to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, and who do we have to blame for that? Mostly. Uh, Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon, yeah. Yeah. The uh, people in charge who won't let it not happen. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to, to my best friend about this a few days ago. Now that baseball, basketball, you know, I'm sure football would be affected. Hockey, the Olympics yeah. now, they just uh, suspended yeah. the Olympics. Yeah. Wrestling, Marcus, it's the only mm-hmm. sport in town. It's, 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 it's now the number one sport in that- America. <laughs> that's that's true yeah that is man that is weird yeah so so we're the preeminent uh sports podcast uh right now <laughs> uh giving you all the sports uh uh statistics analytics everything you want from sports we got it because mm-hmm. there's no there's nobody else <laughs> nobody else. that's right uh who are we hey i'm marcelo i'm i'm uh just do- i dove into this new wrestling back about a year ago and who are you marcus i'm marcus irving i dove into this new wrestling probably about three years ago, two or two or three years ago two or three years ago i gotta i gotta get those dates right <laughs> in my head <laughs> but uh yeah it's uh i'm a recent fan and i'm here to guide marcelo through what's been going on in the recent wrestling yes. world and you're uh, fully obsessed, one would say, because you watch every weekly show. It's not just WWE for you. You watch AEW and a lot of other uh, uh, companies. What, what's, yeah. what's the yeah. term? Uh, brands? No, not brands. Promotions. Uh, promotions. There you go. Yeah. I, I always get that wrong. But yeah, uh, wrestling is in your veins. It's kind of like the COVID-19. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what's been going on? What, okay, so we recorded the last episode. How many weeks ago? Like maybe two, three weeks ago. Seems like yeah, it was like right at the beginning of all this <laughs> stuff. Like right before it really hit. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think and I, things have changed rapidly since then. Yes, I think we did our open up a can of podcast uh, show. Yeah, and because yeah. I was editing that yesterday, and I I I caught myself saying right now. Well, when we recorded that, I said Vince McMahon is currently holding the lives of a hundred thousand people hostage. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, because uh, as of that point, WrestleMania in Florida uh, was still going to happen. As you know, uh, nothing was changing. There were still going to be hundreds of thousands of people there right. in, in one place watching wrestling. Um, but since then, what what has happened, Marcus? So since then, that actually has changed. Uh, that 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 old. Uh, Grinch's heart uh, grew uh, two times its size or whatever. And he canceled that WrestleMania appointment in Tampa Bay. But WrestleMania is still going to happen. And 
the way they are doing it is they are filming it in the performance center. They're like uh, location where they train people. They're filming WrestleMania in the performance center without an audience. It's going to be a two night event and they're pre-recording it this week. What though? I didn't know that they're pre-recording yeah, it. They're pre-recording it this week. That's this so is not even going to be live. This is breaking news to me. Yeah. Even. Wow. And and best of all, it's going to be hosted by Rob Gronkowski, who, aka Gronk. Um, should, should yeah, who is that? Because I, I, I we have to talk about him eventually, but I want to know who that is right now because I have no clue. Football player. Oh, the Patriots, I believe. Okay, that guy. Uh, yeah, because he. Yeah, that, that weirdo. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think he does pop up uh, during these episodes, these uh, shows. We'll we'll about to we're gonna discuss here in a minute, but yeah, okay, that guy. I guess he's a big deal. Okay, I suppose. Um, um, but oh yes, two nights pre-recorded. Dear God, how long do you think these these uh, these uh, I don't know what what you what would you even call them episodes of WrestleMania? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I'm guessing that they are both going to be about regular pay per view length. No way. Which no. sounds bananas to me. Not regular WrestleMania length, but like oh. regular like elimination chamber, like three to four hours. Yeah, yeah. My yeah my my bet is like at least three hours. That's that's my yeah thing. yeah. Um, uh, because. Yeah. What's the normal runtime of of a modern day WrestleMania? Yeah, like a, a WrestleMania like including pre-show can be almost eight hours. So yeah. they can't do that to us <laughs> without <laughs> an audience. They do can't that to do us. that. Um, okay, but uh, since we last talked, I think they were just they had just announced like. Um, uh, oh, okay, before we get into any, before we get into what we're going to talk about, because this this episode is the quote unquote road to WrestleMania, <laughs> and also yeah. we're talking about the the special episodes of Raw and SmackDown and AEW Dynamite, in which and also NXT uh, to a lesser degree, uh, all these episodes of wrestling that that had no audience, so uh, because of the COVID nineteen outbreak. Um, that's that's what we're talking about in this episode. Um, but uh, before we get into that, we're still in the news segment, Marcus. Um, yes, that's what's happening. WrestleMania. We'll talk about more uh, about WrestleMania as we go along. Any other news in in, in the world of wrestling? <laughs> you know, I don't have. Any news. I know. <laughs> so no. <laughs> I think we should head into the shows now. Okay. So, so yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, so they, okay. So last we talked, I think they were, they had just announced, or maybe they had just uh, shown the raw episode where there was no audience. Right. Um, first time I'm, I'm guessing that you've ever seen anything like that, Marcus. Uh, where, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. Me too. It was a very weird thing to see. Uh, and a, a raw and or any, you know, sports entertainment thing mm-hmm. being played out with no audience. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pull up this episode since I have it on my desktop here. Um, well, uh, initially, uh, Marcus, um, okay. What, what did you think? Uh, when they first announced that there was going to be no audience, what what what, well, what what went through your mind? Well, the first, I 
I don't know. <laughs> I I think that it sounded weird and like because it was such a novelty of like like thinking that we'd only see it once or twice or something. I was generally like okay with it and I thought like no that'd be really interesting to see. And for that first episode of SmackDown that happened without the audience, it it did feel kind of interesting, I thought. <sighs> Like, oh, uh, so it was SmackDown first, and then Raw, right? Yeah, I got, yeah, the, I yeah. got, the, I got the, I got the things mixed up. Listen, guys, yeah. I'm trying my best here. <laughs> I we're all suffering. You know, they just issued. Well, they're about to issue tonight in Austin um, a shelter in place order, which is frightening because that's never happened to me before. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, how you doing over there, Marcus? I mean, are they? Have they put a shelter in place order? Uh, where, where you um, are? No, we're still just at the stage of uh, only essential businesses open, but we're at least there. But no, we are not at the shelter in place. Yeah, which is insane. And I, I may have I may have been drinking too much last night because I was worried, and also um, not knowing whether I was going to go into work or not. But apparently, I am going to go into work on Thursday. Yeah, which is which is insane. <laughs> apparently, apparently, what I do. Uh, is essential where they're like, I'm sorry. yeah, I'm they're sorry. like, no, I'm, I, I'm dealing with it right now. I'm like, okay, fine. Everybody else is taking precaution, sheltering in place, not going into work. Meanwhile, me, what, what I do is apparently important enough where I can risk my own life <laughs> to <laughs> to do whatever the fuck I do. But anyway, going back to this SmackDown. Yes, it was a SmackDown. Was it Friday the 13th? I think that's. That's was it a, seriously? I think it was. Um, I'll look it up right now. No, yeah, it was. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, I have it here. Oh Friday, my God. Friday thirteenth. I did not think about that. That is insane. Yeah, and and also funnily enough, that was when uh, South by Southwest was supposed to happen, mm-hmm. um, and they canceled that about two or three weeks ago. So yeah, this and this was like a two days after, or maybe a day after. They announced Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson had the had the COVID nineteen. So strange times to have this uh, SmackDown yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So I'm playing some of it now in the background. We have Triple H. Uh, who uh, re- re- remind everybody who who Triple H? Well, people who people who will know who Triple H, the wrestler, is. But 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 what does he do in the background of WWE? Yeah. So yeah, Triple H. Now he is very part-time wrestler and but like his full-time thing is he's like the in charge of nxt he's like the vince mcmahon of nxt basically and uh he also did something about like talent relations i believe but he was demoted like just before the smackdown happened and during this show because he's on commentary it seems like he is kind of off the rails <laughs> saying whatever he wants to say his references being demoted on air <laughs> wait so he, he was demoted from what to what uh he, he like he's still doing the nxt thing but he's not doing the talent relations stuff anymore oh. like they, they put somebody else on that i see well yeah the, the wwe a few weeks ago also had like a big shuffle like uh we i think we, we yeah we, we didn't yeah. talk about this i think um I think we we just talk about Paul Hauser instead of like important news, <laughs> but uh, didn't like the COO or something, and somebody else got pushed out, and yeah, yeah. I, I never read too much into it, but yeah, it seemed like like higher up people got shuffled around. 
And, and I don't know. I'm just reaching here, but like, do you think that has anything to do with? Because we, because we were not sure if even WrestleMania, as it was going to be, was going to be on the WWE network. Like, uh, yeah, apparently yeah. the WWE had these quote unquote financial woes, and they weren't making enough money that they were thinking about selling their rights to the pay per views to the big ones anyway to like other places. And actually, now you mention it, something kind of has come of that oh um, oh are we do we have to go back to the news segment marcus <laughs> yeah let's crack back open the news segment all right here we go um, let's rewind okay we're back in the news play theme song okay and now and now uh and now we're going to talk about it so the uh wrestlemania it, it's still most likely happening on the wwe network but in the build-up to wrestlemania they are playing old wrestlemanias on like ESPN, I think. Oh yes, I saw an email for that. Yes, so that that is probably what ended up coming of those discussions. I would imagine. Interesting, interesting. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, because like, um, if this hadn't happened, like it had happened, if there wasn't a pandemic, like I think we'd be talking about like, you know, because I hey, you know, in the last week or so, because I knew I was going to be stuck at home, I signed up again for disney plus but i got the disney plus hulu espn package mm-hmm. um so but then then from 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 what i read if wrestlemania was going to be on espn it would have been like a basically a pay-per-view extra like if you have the streaming service you also have to pay extra for wrestlemania right mm-hmm. that yeah, i think that's how it, it might have happened um but regardless you know, I, I don't think ESPN wants this WrestleMania, <laughs> this two not. this two night pre taped event. Um, but uh, it's yeah, it's interesting that now that ESPN is playing these old WrestleManias on their network. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Are, are, are we are we done with the news there? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's go back into the main episode. Back, back to SmackDown. Okay. Uh, but yes, uh, it's interesting to see. Because I'm sure this doesn't happen on SmackDown on the regular SmackDowns because I don't I don't watch them on a weekly basis. But yeah, you you mentioned before Triple H. Well, he 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 uh, opened up the show talking to the to the audience saying, "Hey, right. this is strange times. We're in the Performance Center. Uh, what, is it the Performance Center in Florida? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's where they shot uh, Fighting with My Family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's where they train." Right, that's that's basically it. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, and so he's like, "Hey, we're in the performance center. We're doing SmackDown. Let's do it." And then he, yeah. then Triple H is at the commentators table, and he's doing the he's a commentator for most of this yeah. episode. I thought that opening was kind of nice, actually. I don't know, it was like set you at ease, like like uh, yeah, this is weird, but we're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, I I, 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 I like that opening. I thought it was well written. I mean, yeah. uh, how else are you gonna? ease people into this thing where it's never happened before uh, and to to set up a show in which there's no audience and we've talked we've talked on this show about how an audience you know, how, to, how an audience an audience reaction plays mm-hmm. plays big into wrestling matches mm-hmm. to not have that support <laughs> and to just watch it just stripped down to its like essential core you need a you you need a uh, an introduction like that. You need somebody to say, "Listen, it's weird, but we'll get through it." I think he did a good job. Um, I do too. And I think he was funny on commentary throughout the night too. 
Yeah. Like he was making like weird jokes and like, like kind of like D like what he did with DX stuff. I don't know. I like, it was, it was funny. Like inside jokes too. Yes. Yeah. Like, like it, it could really, like I said it earlier, but it just seemed like he didn't really care very much. Like, what are they going to do? Fire him. Was what? Well, yeah. Was this live? It wasn't live. Was it? Yeah, this was live. This was live. Wow. This SmackDown, the raw, the AEW, those were live. Uh, and, but like, like I said, they're pre-taping WrestleMania. They're also pre-taping all of the shows leading up to WrestleMania this week. Wow. Okay. So, so essentially these, these episodes we saw are like the, that's it. The only live non-audience shows we'll see like everything for a while. while. Then everything else is, everything else through leading up to WrestleMania and WrestleMania itself was pre-taped. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so about let's let's stick with SmackDown. Yeah. What uh, what happened during this show? Uh, so some of the more noteworthy things. Uh, Jeff Hardy returned. Uh, he's been gone for many many months since uh, getting a DUI, um, but oh. now he's back. That's why, huh? I, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Um. Uh, what else? <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> what else happened? <laughs> they that play that that in that that ending segment between John Cena and Bray Wyatt that's been uh, memed a few times I've seen on online the internet the internet yes yes online uh, the internet yes yeah uh, I, I I something general about the show I I I think the like since this was new and a novelty it I was kind of into this episode. Like the matches and stuff, I was paying a lot of attention to them because I really wanted to see what the hell this would be like. And in a way, I felt like maybe they were like they they felt more intimate. But as the week went on and I started seeing more of it, that kind of faded away, and it felt dumb later <laughs> in the week <laughs> and now that i've seen like four or five episodes of shows like this like it felt like why are we still doing this this feels so weird yeah but but like at least now during this smackdown i thought it felt interesting as it felt kind of intimate it felt it felt like i don't know yeah i i was watching it and i tweeted out saying oh i think i said intimate i, I said intimate is not what i'd consider wrestling uh-huh. you know it's it's not it's not a word i i bring up when i think of wrestling i think of it as very you know in the kindest way overblown very theatrical i mean the promos they you know john cena bray wyatt like the, the stuff they have at the end at least like they're great showmen that they can just play off each other and i think that works yes but other people, uh, who was it? Was it um, Roman Reigns or, or the other guy who I get them confused all the time? Uh, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Like, what, didn't Seth Rollins have like a promo in the middle of this show? And I think that kind of that kind of like did not uh, land as well as like the other promos in this episode. Sure. Uh, the Miz had one with like his tag team partner, and that was okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it, 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 because it uh, they're so used to just saying something, the audience reacting. Yeah, and then yeah, there's a um, there's a tempo that they follow with the audience. Now that they, now that they have 
no tempo. It's just some of them struggle more than others. Mm-hmm. And the and something else about the matches and the promos. It's like there's no crowd noise to cover anything up, so you can hear yeah. everything that they are saying. Yeah. So that's like a whole new aspect you never get from regular wrestling. Yeah. Regular uh, weekly shows. I, I kept my ear to that because, um, I mean, obviously, like when they're in the ring, these wrestlers sort of, um, well, they have to kind of like lead each other towards like the next move, right? They have to say. Yeah. 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 yeah they, they usually make call outs and stuff. But yeah. I, don't, I, I was I, listening for that during these shows and I don't think I heard it. Like, yeah. It, it, it almost feels like they were having to work harder. Be, like, be, like they're not allowed to do that because clearly people would hear it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, uh, that's a good point because I tried to hear that too and I didn't hear that. I didn't hear any anybody say, "All right, now you're just gonna suplex me." So yeah, they I think they did they did a good job of covering that up. Uh, but it was it was it was kind of weird to even hear like the referees say, "Stop that!" <laughs> like, I, yes, I never yes. hear I never hear the referees ever. <laughs> and the other thing to think about is that. The announcers are right there. Yeah. So everybody in the ring can hear all of the announcing. <laughs> so that's yeah. gotta be weird to so, do. Yeah, so in the ring during the SmackDown episode they can hear Triple H, Michael Cole, and like whatever special uh uh commentator is there at the table too. They can hear all that and uh-huh. you can hear a pin drop in that in that performance center in this in this empty auditorium. Yeah. yeah. And we should also uh, uh, mention that something that blew my mind, but it makes sense uh, that they are taking up a lot of the airtime of their episodes by playing old content. Yes. Which Uh, is, uh, this is what I I want to get into. So SmackDown is normally what? Two hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right in the middle of this SmackDown of the first one they did without an audience. Yes. What do they play Marcus? (laughs) Yeah. For probably 45 minutes. (laughs) They played the men's elimination chamber match that had happened the week prior, or like two weeks ago, or whatever. Yeah, which is uh, the entire thing. This is why I don't think because we said earlier how we were guessing how long these WrestleMania shows are going to be. These two nights, I I, I may be over exaggerating when I say I may be overestimating when I say it's going to be three hours. It may be a two-hour show. Because, like, for, for whatever reason, I mean, two-hour show, you know, two two-hour shows is what I mean. Because, uh, why, it, is it because, like, they can't get everybody there, all the wrestlers there, because of the of the pandemic? Or is it because the audience reactions just, like, stretch the show out? Like, I, I, think, it's, I think it's closer to the, the latter. I think it's more like, I don't think they want to run a seven-hour show with nobody... Like I don't think people would be paying attention that long. I think they they know that people would be cutting out and not not watching the entire thing. So I think making two smaller events, people are probably more likely to try to watch it all. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that makes before sense. they get tired of it. Yeah, um, because uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it's not to say I was tired of this. It was interesting to watch, but again, I, I I'm not in your position where. You said by the end of the week, by the end of like a week of these shows, you grew tired of this this concept. This, yeah, this, I was uh, over it. Yeah, because really it. <laughs> uh, it's just so it's so bizarre to even describe. Um, 
because it, it just yeah, maybe people listening have watched those clips online now. Uh, I mean, you mentioned that moment with uh, John Cena at the end and and Bray Wyatt, right? Um, yeah. Somebody puts the Twin Peaks. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, music yeah. underneath that. Yeah, that was a good one, and that was brilliant. Because really, they're just talking to each other in silence, complete silence, and it's just so off-putting at first. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah. It's really weird. So, any more thoughts on this episode of SmackDown? The 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 Friday the Thirteenth March episode of SmackDown. I feel like I've said everything I need to say <laughs> about you. Oh, I, I'm just running through this episode again now, and I see Triple H is just messing with Michael Cole. Yeah, yeah, that that, that stuff was fun. That 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 like yeah. he was joking around with Michael Cole. Which, I think it hit more times than it didn't. Yeah, I've uh, I've said this before on this show, maybe on the Stone Cold show. Uh, Michael Cole, I don't get it. He's been around for so long. He's, he's been around <laughs> since like 1990, like seven or 98. Yeah. I still don't think of him as like a, as like a particularly great commentator. Or I don't yeah. know. I don't know why he sticks around. What, what kind of dirt does he have on Vince McMahon is what I want to know. <laughs> that's, that's what I, what I want to get to the bottom of. Um, okay. But so this was the episode of SmackDown that Jeff Hardy came back, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I'll keep that in mind for for, for later. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, next episode of wrestling, which had so no audience. Next, the following Monday, we go to raw Monday night raw. And this is a special occasion because, Hey, they've been telling this for a few weeks now. Uh, what was the, 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 the main draw that, uh, that, 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 that they were announcing Marcus, that so, the, yeah, this- the uh, WWE, this happened on March 16th, uh, and if you'll remember, uh, if you're a loyal listener to uh, to open up a can of podcast. <laughs> if you're a loyal listener to those two episodes that are on the Patreon right now. You'll, you'll, you'll recognize uh, a certain individual by the name of Stone Cold Steve Austin. His, uh, one of his many catchphrases is... Uh, Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass, uh, referencing Bible. And we are, yeah, this, this happened on March 16th. So 316, uh, they were advertising. This was stone cold day and stone Cold's going to be here. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. They were saying, this is going to be a huge night for wrestling. Oh my God, it was. I mean, it would have been if there were an an audience for it. (laughs) 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 Let's let's just cut to the end because, um, yeah, they finally touted it after what, and how long are Raw's normally? Like, uh, three hours? Three hours, yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yes. Okay, before, before we get to the end, was there anything of importance that happened? Because I um, I'm having a hard time remembering now. I'm gonna scan through this episode. I I, I think there's a few things I'd like. Okay, to yeah. Let's um, let's let's hit those few things and then we'll talk about Stone Cold at the end. Edge's promo to open up the show on Randy Orton. I thought that was very good. Okay, yeah, I remember uh, that now. Yeah, yeah. This thing like that his wife was there to retire for him, but then Randy wouldn't let it happen, so Edge has to not retire. Um. Uh. Ba 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 ba. But I thought he was very emotional but man he is one of the guys i feel most bad about like (laughs) coming back after 
uh, seven or eight years not wrestling, and then you come back to this. Like that, that sucks. I'm, it does suck. Like, it's terrible. I feel so bad. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, him and basically every other wrestler who wants to be out there is having to deal with this stuff. Mm. But him in particular, yeah, I see that. Like he made his grand, you know. Uh, uh, re-entrance into the into the WWE just like a a month or two ago, and now that's the reaction he got. That silence. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there was that weird uh, Undertaker with AJ AJ Styles stuff. The contract signing that was very very awkward and way too long. Yeah. Um. I thought uh, so. They had Oscar come out on commentary for one of the matches and i just want to say that i thought her commentary uh, was very funny i was extremely entertained by her on the commentary just constantly screaming the entire time yeah, yeah. like i thought it was really funny and uh, fun to watch and and uh that's another one that's fun to imagine everybody in the ring was hearing that and they, <laughs> could, they had to not laugh about it Oh yeah, it was it was Andrade versus Rey Mysterio, and and she was like really on Andrade's side for whatever reason, and getting sad whenever he got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it was really great. That was good. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, Becky Lynch, uh, she drove up in a in a in a in a in a semi truck with her face painted on it. Yeah, that was great. Like a couple times. Yeah, I think they we played that clip at least. Two or three times in the show, yeah, yeah, because they had then, they had to fill yeah. time, yeah, and then she had an okay promo, I would say, yeah. and uh, much like SmackDown, uh, SmackDown re-aired the Elimination Chamber because <laughs> they're a shorter show, and an Elimination Chamber is a shorter match. Well, Raw is a much longer show, and what do they play to cover their time? The ent- uh, the entire yeah the entire men's Royal Rumble, which is oh, how long? Yeah. Over an hour, I Jeez. think. Yeah, it's or over it was an hour. over an hour, just on 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 with commercials and stuff. It's so insane! Yeah. It's insane! Insane! Like I I I appre- like for how awkward these shows were to watch. I appreciated that I at least had like a full hour I could skip because <laughs> I've seen them already. Again, it's um, it's it's yeah. it's that fatigue. I, th- I think you nailed it earlier. Like, how much of this can you watch in one sitting? Of just an audienceless. Uh, wrestling yeah. show, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, or at least a WWE audienceless wrestling show. Um, because we'll talk about AEW here in a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so so yeah, the ending, the ending. They're saying it all night. Uh, I mean, Jerry the King Lawler kept saying it. Stone Cold Steve Austin is here. Stone Cold Steve Austin is here. He's here, folks. Hey, he's here. <laughs> then he comes out with his uh, with his uh glass smashing entrance crowds on their feet no no they're not nobody's there he does his usual stick of like getting up on the turnbuckles and raising his hands up to nobody (laughs) 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 i mean for the love of god you feel bad for edge i kind of feel well i don't feel that bad for stone cold i feel a tiny bit bad because i'm sure the only reason why he agreed to do this was just to promote his beer Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> which which they 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 did show like the the the, the beer like during like these um, things promote like throughout the show they they had the image of the beer pop up right of Stone Cold I have, I have it here 
Stone Cold. I'm not drinking it right now because it's too early in the day. El Segundo Company, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. There you go. Um, they were promoting it, for God's sakes, throughout the show. And he was drinking it in the ring. And uh, it was all, it was the day before this that I went to go pick up a, uh, a four-pack of, of this. Because like, the, the, the brewing company was like putting it out to everybody just, I guess, around this day. So that's why he was there. <laughs> There's no other reason. <laughs> um, so let's talk about this. Well, um, after me having forced you, Marcus, to watch uh, old Steve Austin content, right, for the Open Up a Can of, of uh, Podcast show, uh, from, from, from that to this, <laughs> talk about that, Marcus. I, I don't know. Clearly, it's a very different vibe. Uh, but, like... <laughs> But um, it's still, uh, it's still fun to watch. I would say, like, I think this was the highlight of this show. Was this uh, very bizarre, <laughs> very bizarre picture of this man uh, who is constantly, constantly, constantly drinking two beers at a time uh, and wasting probably eighty percent of the cans. <laughs> uh, uh, coming out and screaming at nobody. <laughs> it was a very funny image. <laughs> a very funny image. Just watching a single man in the ring soaking the ring in beer. <laughs> like, it exposed a lot. <laughs> like, like the more, like, like that. Maybe this giving <laughs> it's fun to watch, but maybe it's kind of. Uh, sad in a way. Why? I don't know. It was fun to watch. I, it was I, fun to watch. Even even how weird it was, I still enjoyed watching it, and like I laughed a lot during the segment. It uh, exposed a layer of, of, of his character that you don't want to think about. I would say because he runs on audience reactions. That's it. But he is a good showman. He does his best here. But it does, yeah. For sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, and it, I got. Uh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. on. <laughs> um, like his, I just want to say his, 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 his interplay with uh, Byron Saxon here was like really hilarious. Like both, both of them were really, really funny. Yeah. Another, another moment that it's been memed. Uh, oh, so much. Yes. Because I'm going to recreate it because I'm not going to play the clip here because this is not Open Up a Camera <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, Stone Cold goes, if you want to hear what 316 Day is all about, give me a hell yeah. And then it cuts. This is like out of this whole thing, out of this whole experience of, of uh, audienceless wrestle wrestling shows. This moment is my favorite out of all of them because it, yeah. Stone Cold plays with it. Uh, the people running it behind the scenes are playing with it. He says, give me hell. Yeah. They cut to <laughs> a shot empty of, chairs. a shot of empty chairs <laughs> saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and, and yeah, that was a great moment. But then, uh, his, uh, interaction with, uh, what's the commentator's name again? And, and then he's, and then he's, uh, Byron Saxon, Byron. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then he says it again. And Byron comes in and goes, hell Yeah. Um, just extremely enthusiastically, and Byron Saxton's character is that he's kind of like a kind of an awkward dork. <laughs> and 
what Stone Cold needs in his uh, in his persona uh, every time he gets into the ring is somebody who he plays off of and just stuns at the end with a stunner. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but his his look to <laughs> like like so Byron Saxon goes, oh hell yeah, he answers it, and then Stone Cold just looks at. Gives him a look and says, "What? <laughs> like, like the best delivery? Like it's perfect delivery. Like perf- great editing. Perfect. Like it was very, very well done. Yeah, it, yeah. It's 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 the best thing. Uh, this whole thing, I think this it's this episode for sure. Yeah. And then yeah. So then Stunkle does what he does. He 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 leads byron into the ring has has a drink with him under this false pretense of like yeah yeah we're good job you know you know playing along uh let's have a drink and of course what happens marcus well uh stone cold is a bit of a rattlesnake you see (laughs) what and he and he he invites byron under these false pretenses ah we're gonna drink a beer we're gonna have a fun time and then, and then, and then they don't do it. He doesn't do it. Uh, he gives Byron the beer. Byron drinks the beer, and then he gives him a, a big stunner. Yes, a stone cold stunner. Isn't that horrible. His finishing move. Wow. Because um, it had to happen. He had to stun somebody. Uh, oh, and then it ends. I forgot about this. It ends with Becky Lynch coming out, right? And oh, yeah. they have a beer. I mean. It's, it's a, it's a yeah. fine moment, right? Yeah. yeah, isn't that an image you wanted to see, Marcel? I mean, and under and maybe in any other pretext, <laughs> 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 but it's just. But this was just very awkward to me. Well, I I'll, I'll give you good news. It's happened uh, before. Yeah, which they uh, they they alluded to, and I missed. Apparently, there's there's footage out there of Becky Lynch giving Stone Cold Steve Austin a stunner. Yeah, so Stone Cold Steve Austin has his own show on USA Network that's like, I can't remember what it's called. It's like, what's up, Steve, or something. (laughs) What's up, Steve? (laughs) Wait, what is the show about? Steve Austin goes to, uh, he gets a famous friend, quote-unquote friend. Uh, He goes to wherever they are, or he invites them to wherever he is in El Segundo. And... He gets like a day's worth of activities. Oh, um, I think together, yeah. and then and then he like does an interview with them. Like Becky Lynch had an episode, and for Becky Lynch's episode, they did hatchet throwing, oh, and okay. it, and the show ended up in uh, like a wrestling ring, and they were doing Stone Cold's like drinking beers and shtick, and then it ended with uh, Becky Lynch doing a stunner on him. Interesting. Okay, I had no idea she was on that show. I do remember that show now. I think you were trying to make me watch it once last year. Yeah, yeah. But listen, I only have so much time. I'm, I'm like watching. It's, it's a. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm watching a hundred hours of uh, old wrestling for the other show we do. Um, but okay, I uh, again under a normal under a normal umbrella of no pandemic audience in the ring. Yeah, this would have been a, a better moment, I think. But I think Becky Lynch, she's she's def, she's a fa- she's my favorite. Okay, but I wouldn't say she's like as good of a a performer on the mic as say you know Stone Cold. Because who is nobody is. Uh, uh, yeah, but she does her best. I mean, it's it's fine. It's a fine moment. It's fine. Yeah. All right. So that's Raw. I think we covered Raw. Yeah. 
And so I'm going to get into NXT next. Yes, uh, which you told me about, but you said I didn't need to watch, so I did not watch it. Yeah, so I'm just going to briefly mention it because, yeah, you really did not have to watch it. I didn't even bother watching the whole thing. So what NXT did, instead of airing a, um audience-less regular episode of NXT, they instead compiled like documentaries what uh, like they made documentaries like like interviews of superstars to tr- to try to, of the wrestlers to try to hype up whatever takeover so the first the entire first hour of the show was Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa being interviewed about like their whole careers wow okay I had no and, I had no idea that they did this was okay. Oh keep going, keep going. And uh and the next forty minutes was like of I, I don't remember who, it was on somebody else. And then like the last twenty minutes was about Rhea Ripley. Like it was just a bunch of these like WWE Network has a ton of these types of interviews. Um if you want to watch them. And I never do like they're well, they're, they're pretty well produced. They're well put together, but I don't know. This is not what I want to watch. And I, I could not make it through like 15 minutes of this. Like but when I realized what this show was, I, I tapped out really quickly. Wow. So my question is, so there was no wrestling at all in this? No, just the interviews. Wow. Okay. So I'm glad I didn't watch it. Um, cause I didn't know that. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, it sucked. Like th- that was the worst approach to the audienceless stuff yeah. uh, that of any of the shows this week. But we can move on to the show that I think had maybe the best approach. Yes, and I I would agree with you, Marcus. I watched uh, for the first time in a while AEW Dynamite on TNT. Yes, yes. and I think for a two hour show that also had no audience. That was comprised of wrestling, unlike NXT. Uh, I enjoyed it from beginning to end. Uh, yeah, yeah. T- talk more about this, Marcus. I also enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it started out in. Uh, it started out. Uh, Cody Rhodes came out solo. It was just a spotlight on him, empty arena, uh, and he came out talking like, like, uh, should we really do this? I, I remember exactly what he said. Yeah. But eventually, uh, eventually the rest of the elite came out and they were all talking kind of down and how, yeah, this isn't what we really want to be doing, but we are going to do it and we're going to make it as entertaining as we possibly can. And then suddenly, like all the lights in the arena came on and the music hit and the Tron started and like and then the energy was kicked up a big, a big ton. And like I thought that opening was handled very nicely and and then from the rest of the rest of the show was like a regular dynamite. I would say the same style of wrestling they, they do the same style of promos that they do. But I would say the thing that set this episode apart from any of the WWE shows is they kind of did have an audience. Yeah. They were, I, I think they were breaking several laws doing this. Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> Cause well, 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 let me ask you this. Do you know where they shot this? No idea. No, no idea. idea, yeah. Because I don't know if they have their own performance center, or I don't know if they found a stadium somewhere, or it's just some undisclosed no. location. No um, idea. 
But no, yeah. So yeah, they had an quote unquote audience of I'm guessing uh, some of the wrestlers, right? Yeah, yeah. So like most of the not most, but a lot of the AEW roster were paid just to sit in the audience and do their regular character stuff, but in the context of being an audience. Yeah. So like, like they were like cheering the, like the, the heels were like, they had one side of the arena was heels and the other side of the arena was faces. (laughs) And so they, they were like playing off each other and they, they were doing their ring. Like MJF was doing his, his regular douchebag stuff. Like I, I thought it was, a very very smart idea and like it made the show feel a whole lot more lively than it other than like the smackdown or for or raw did yeah they they're smart about it having at least some people in the crowd uh who and and um during the regular dynamite shows do they do oh, i forget I, forget, I don't know anybody's name marcus in 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 this show who was the guy who was on WCW? Who's like now like a commentator for this show? He's like, he was out interviewing people. Um, was his Taz? Name? No, not Taz. Taz no. was like one of the three. But I'm saying the guy who's out. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Tony Schiavone. Yeah, Tony Schiavone. Because Tony, Tony, Sch- Tony Schiavone was out interviewing people like out uh, in the arena. Like, does, it, does that happen on Dynamite, or is was this just because? Yeah, uh, Tony's usually the third person instead of Taz on commentary. But like every few episodes, they shuffle it up and they have Tony doing um, interviews like that, and then they put Taz in his place on commentary. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you told me before that Taz was a commentator yeah. for AEW, and now this yeah. is me seeing Taz on. Uh, you know, we we talked about Taz on our open up the can of uh, open up a can of podcast uh, series, and we mm. are going to do that Taz versus Jerry the King Lawler <laughs> rivalry. <laughs> 10 part series soon. So yeah. Stay tuned for that yeah. folks. Um, nobody, it's yeah. They, again, like just to re to reiterate your point, the way this was laid out because there was like a, a, a an audience of like, like what, like 10 people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they were much. Yeah. And they were doing like, they're like the wrestling was still like good. Like it, mm-hmm. it I it's, this is why I like watching AEW because I can. It's always a guaranteed good time watching the wrestling and how proficient and how you know. They, they, I don't know fast. fast. Like yeah, they're just better. They're better wrestlers. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, but it's it. It still felt like an AEW show, and like stuff. This it felt like they were doing it differently in a better way than WWE. Yes, they and, they didn't yeah. put an old match in the middle of their two hour no, show. No, no, they didn't. They they filled the entire two hours and they made it more engaging than what definitely definitely Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Um, and we also uh, had a few like big story developments, like a handful of really big story developments. Uh, so they've had this Dark Order. Um, like this kind of cultish, uh, group, uh, they wear like leather masks and, and, uh, they, we have not really known exactly what their deal is up to this point, but what we did know is that they were controlled by the, uh, the exalted one. Right. And, uh, so for weeks and weeks and weeks, we've heard talk of the exalted one and like that he'll be revealed soon. And this was the week that they finally uh, revealed the Exalted One. And, and, and who was it? 
It was Brody Lee, um, also known as Luke Harper in the WWE, let go fairly recently. Yeah, yeah, I knew he looked familiar. So I'm like, hey, I'm pretty sure. I'm Marcus. I'm pretty sure I've seen him wrestle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. probably have. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he he made his debut on AEW. Uh, Very cool. I'm sure he wanted a a bigger um, reaction. I know. But, yeah. <laughs> that's just a shame. Yeah. Um, do you want? Well, what are you going to do? Do you want to jump ahead to the to the final reveal? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, like we'll say the the matches that happened. I thought they were all good. <laughs> but, but like the the things to talk about were that that exalted one reveal and what happened here at the at the end. Yeah. So the the they were preparing for their blood and guts match, which was supposed to happen uh, this Wednesday, but uh, it got postponed. They're not doing it anymore. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> okay, so for those who don't know about the blood and guts thing, I think we talked about it. Sure. Yeah. Did we talk about it uh, on the last episode? Because I, th- I, I don't remember. I think the plan was because, like, um, it was going to be a huge, like, a two cage, uh, two ring deal, right? Or yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like uh, War Games. If you've ever seen any of those matches, yeah, but we it was them here. It wasn't going to be a pay per view. It was going to be on TNT, right? It was going to be an episode yeah. of, of Dynamite, and yep. we were planning on talking about that. Uh, along with WrestleMania, because that they were going to happen around the same time, right? Mm-hmm. But now, Blood and Guts is not yeah. happening. Anything they pushed soon? off Blood and Guts, probably just waiting until they can get a crowd again, so it'll be good. Uh, yeah. Um, and but but they still had to set up the match because as of then they were doing it. And so what happened on Wednesday? Um, the week prior, one of the Young Bucks, I want to say Nick, got injured. Uh, by the inner circle and um, and so it was uh, the one young buck Cody Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page out in the ring uh, like oh we, we got to get a fifth partner oh, who's it going to be and actually first let me say uh, Chris Jericho I thought was uh, very funny during this I thought he had some good lines like when he like he uh, said that the reason there's no audience there is because that uh, they wouldn't allow it because uh, they're not worthy of seeing him or something. <laughs> yeah. He called like, he didn't want an audience of his life. His life was, he didn't want an audience of pumpkin headed dipshits there. Ruining <laughs> everything. I thought that was super good. Anyway. So yeah, it was, it was those four people and they're like, well, we need the fifth. Who's it going to be? And, and the inner circle was gloating. Like you don't have a fifth. And what happens what what happens? We're so so what? here's what happens, and here's why I need you to explain everything to me. Yeah. So a drone drops a in drone. to the a ring. drone flies into the middle of the ring. Yeah, inside this this auditorium, right yeah. down in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Everybody's like, "What?" And then music starts playing. I I don't know if it was like it had to be like through the speakers because it's like it's like somebody had the cue uh, ready to go. It's like. Now, now, now play the piano ballad. Then the camera <laughs> pans up, and we see who is it? Matt, it's Matt, Matt Hardy. Hardy. Matt Hardy. Hooray, everybody! Yeah. Who I don't think I've seen wrestle in about twenty years. So, so what is this deal, Marcus? Tell, tell, <laughs> me, tell me what's going on. Also, the drone. Why is there a drone? I had to look this up, and I still, I looked up Matt Hardy drone. 
and I couldn't find a good answer why that's his part of his deal. What's going on? Okay. A ton of backstory that I'm not fully prepared to answer right now because I don't 100% know it myself, but I can, I can say the gist of it. Okay. Um, Matt Hardy. He was gone from WWE for a long time. And in that time, <clears throat> I believe he was with Impact Wrestling. Right. And under Impact Wrestling, he started doing this character, uh, Broken Matt Hardy. Okay. Where um, he talks with like a really funny uh, speaking voice and he talks like uh, – <laughs> I don't even know how to uh, describe it. But the, the way he talks is very unique. <laughs> Um, and the way he speaks, uh, what the words he's saying are like very, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. I, I did see it, a clip it's weird. of that. It's like this, it's like this kind of supernatural stuff. Like he, he has the Hardy compound and there is this whole extended universe of characters <laughs> from the Hardy compound. Extended universe. <laughs> um, that is basically just his family. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and the, the drone is one of the characters. The drone is Vanguard one. Um, I think Vanguard one got destroyed and this is like Vanguard two or something, but, um, so wait, so the drone has a name and is a character. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's, um, okay. Yes. And, uh, so he did that in impact wrestling, broken Matt Hardy, um, the, 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 the delete or the delete, I think is what the name of it was or mm-hmm. something like that. And then in WWE, he joined WWE again. And then they basically cut all that stuff out of his character. Sure. They, they allowed him to do like his normal broken that heart. Well, they called him woken that hardy. <laughs> um, and they allowed him to do like his normal, like, shtick that he was doing on his compound they allowed him to do it exactly one time uh, and I thought it was very entertaining but they made that he did it once and that's actually that, that match he did um, he uh, the, he did like a match at the Hardy compound against Bray Wyatt uh, before the Fiend stuff right and and then and then they started using Matt Hardy just as you would expect them to use Matt Hardy just to put over younger guys and for like a year after that that's all I did and more than a year and anyway he there were rumors that he left w, uh, I believe I believe I put this in our news segment of the last episode and you made fun of me <laughs> <laughs> that Matt Hardy had left WWE yes I did and, make fun of you I remember that now yeah. And that, and now look what happened. Now look so, who's laughing. Yeah, now I'm laughing at Matt Hardy. Good job. He's broken Matt Hardy again in AEW. Vanguard One's there. I'm assuming the whole gang of uh, uh, Wolfgang or Marcel or Maxwell or whatever. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know enough about it. There's yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, there's a whole backstory that you hinted on that I don't know of, and I'm. I'm sure if I watch more AEW, I'll find out. But yeah, um, that explains that's, it. That's our next uh, mini series. <laughs> Explaining Matt Hardy and his uh, uh, broken shtick and yeah. his compound. Ten part. No, let's make that twenty part series. Let's do that. <laughs> um, whole episode on Vanguard one. Yeah. Okay, so that's the end of AEW. There's a reveal. Yes, it's for sure broken. Matt Hardy. Um. 
And he's on whose team? Uh, he, yes, he, he is the partner. He is the partner joining the elite. The elite, yes. So it's the We're elite. Helping the elite for now. The yeah. elite versus uh, the, what was, what's Jericho's team? Um, even, even Jericho, yeah, even Jericho during commentary forgot the name of his team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the inner circle. He called them the elite and he goes, Oh wait, no, who, who are we? Oh yeah. The inner circle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but, but so they're, uh, uh, these two teams are going to fight during blend and guts, right? Uh, yes. Uh, these, these teams of. 10 or whatever, these, yeah. these 10 people. Uh, they, they were going to fight on Blood and Guts, which was supposed to take place this week. <clears throat> but it's not going to happen this week. Yeah, and now it's being postponed. I assume it's just a regular Dynamite, which we got an announcement for. They're going to have a a uh, parking lot brawl, which yes. I'm pretty excited about. That's cool. Yeah, they should do more of that. I mean, yes. I think AEW is smart in expanding what they can do, not just in the ring. But want us to do stuff outside, yeah. yeah, and that and that's a thing that wouldn't have an audience regularly. So, like, yeah. why the hell not do it? Exactly, yeah. Um, but there is going to be a, a regular dynamite show, you know, this week as of this recording, right? So they're still going to do their live, I'm guessing, audience uh, shows. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, the WWE, like we said before, they're just pre-recording their stuff now. Um, and still having an audience list. Um, so to wrap up, I think we've talked about all of these shows enough, right? We've talked about them individually. I think so. Uh, we'll, we'll, let's do the final road to WrestleMania segment here, where we talk about what's what what, what we expect to see at this WrestleMania. WrestleMania is okay. I get right. Uh, the matches. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, so I'll, you yeah, want me to just like run down the card? Just run down the card of what we're going to see at these WrestleManias. Okay, so <clears throat> they've been announcing stuff recently because, I mean, they're recording it this week, so why wouldn't they be? Um, so far, we have announced Elias versus King Corbin. Uh, who cares? <laughs> Alistair, I, I love Elias. I don't care. Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. I don't understand what the hell that is. Uh, Raw Raw Tag Team Championship match The Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza Andrade is the United States Champion I believe or the Intercontinental Champion one of the two United States he's a United States Champion and he's just going to be in a random tag match uh, with somebody that we have not seen him interact with a single time yet For the championship, by the way, this, yeah. this, this this put together team that we've never even seen interact with, that they are for the championship. Okay, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. They've been doing a great job building that up, and yeah. but now we get into the big, bigger, bigger, bigger stuff. So the Undertaker versus AJ Styles, um, that is going to be a boneyard match. Boneyard match. This is breaking news to me. What? The fuck? Um, nobody knows. What? What do we? Nobody not, knows. They did not explain what a boneyard match was. They just said we're going to make this a boneyard match and left it at that. Uh, okay. is, I don't think this is a thing they've mm, ever done before. No. I think this is brand new. Um, I mean they've done a buried alive match. Yeah. Before, have you ever seen a buried alive match, Marcus? I have. I have. Yeah. I've seen uh, casket matches. Casket matches. Maybe this is some variation of that, and they're going to be fighting in an actual cemetery. Who knows? With bones. 
with real bones. They're gonna have to pick up bones and just. Uh, or maybe it's just maybe they're like they're gonna fly in like a ton of dirt, and it's just gonna be them digging through dirt and trying to find the most bones in like five minutes. Because <laughs> bones not are, even fighting. Bones are money in the WWE, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bones are their currency. Bones are their money. (laughs) That's why the Undertaker comes out at night, just to get the bones. (laughs) He's the richest man in WWE history. Okay. All right, right, Boneyard. All right. Um, SmackDown Women's Championship match. This is a six pack challenge. Uh, We've got Bailey versus Lacey Evans versus Tamina versus Naomi versus Sasha Banks. Okay. Bailey's okay. Bailey's trusted cohort. Ah, it's a yeah. six pack. You say a six pack challenge. Six people. It's going to be an elimination style match. Okay, okay, elimination style. All right, so that's that's interesting. That's, Inter- that's yeah. yeah, yeah. Could create some ruffles between Sasha and Bailey. Yes, yes. Um, we have the NXT Women's Championship match. This one's very exciting. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for that. I'm looking forward to that because, I mean, I am a fan of uh, Rhea Ripley, and yeah. it's it, it to me it's interesting to see Charlotte Flair, at least, not like go back, but just you know not go for the top two, you know, women's titles, quote unquote. But you mm-hmm. go back to the NXT women's title and do that. I don't know. I'm sure. Did uh, you following the storyline? Is it at least a good storyline? I think it is, yeah. Uh, they like they've had Charlotte show up on NXT and um, talking about how she would like built the place basically. Yeah. And I think out of any match on this card, I would expect this one most to probably be the best match of the night. If yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm expecting like this will probably be the best match of the night. And also, I mean, we'll talk of about the two nights. Yeah, the two nights. Oh, yes, of um, of the matches we've talked about previous and on other episodes, and how you've mentioned that uh, a lot of these matches you're about to uh, hit on are old people versus young people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm get. I guess you could categorize this one with Charlotte Flair versus Ray Ripley as like yes, you know, somebody who's been there a long time versus somebody who's up and coming. I mean, Ray Ripley yeah. is like what one of the youngest. Uh, superstars right now isn't she like twenty four or something? So yeah, 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 she is. Yeah, yeah, and and Charlotte Flair's been there for forever, for about what ten years or something. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm, my point is, out of the ones that are like, yes, old timer versus the up and comer, this one is like the most interesting to me. I think so too. I, I, I think so too. Yeah. Um. Next, we have uh, John Cena. Versus The Fiend, Ray Wyatt. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, John Cena, who hasn't wrestled in what, like a year and a half? Probably, yeah. yeah. And and, uh, and The Fiend, uh, who recently yeah. stripped of his title. Stripped of thanks it. To, thanks to Goldberg. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, keep going. Whatever, it could be good. Um, next, next match, uh, we'll, we'll say the Raw Women's Championship match. That's Becky Lynch versus... The vampire, Shayna Baszler. <laughs> have they made any more allusions to her biting people? Like, no. And now, that's just that one no. time. They gave up on that, I think. Yeah, we feel, <laughs> they gave yeah, up on that quick. For those who don't know, yeah, um, Baszler bit the back of Becky Lynch's neck and drew blood. And yeah. the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, she she tore through that elimination chamber, and now she's getting her match uh, with Becky Lynch. And yeah, that one I'm interested in. I don't know how it's going to go. It could be great. It could be terrible. I don't know. It could be either. I'm hoping for for once in my life a a good end to a Becky Lynch WrestleMania match. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. We'll get your hopes up though. Oh. <laughs> uh, now uh, another big return. We got Edge versus Randy Orton. Last man standing match. Ooh, last man standing. That's right. So that that match could be happening anywhere in the uh, very tiny arena <laughs> where they are fighting. Well, in that same arena, well, this is all in the performance center, right? Mm-hmm. Um, don't they have the that uh, the setup where they have like f- four rings, you know, all in one space? Yeah, maybe they'll go to that place, or yeah. maybe they'll go out to the parking lot. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, let's mix it up. It's a, it's a personal rivalry. Rivalry. I'm sure they'll do anything they can to hurt each other. You yes, know? yes, yes. Okay, and now we've got our two, our double main event, which I'm assuming one night is going to have one, and the next night we'll have the other. Yeah. So we have the aforementioned Goldberg <laughs> versus Roman Reigns for the for the Universal Championship. Uh, what's your excitement level on this? If that don't light a fire fire under you, I don't know what will. <laughs> you it's, are thrilled just saying I am, it. I am ecstatic. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think I mean the one good thing to come of this: Roman Reigns is one hundred percent going to win. If he doesn't, I don't know what the hell they are doing. I, I nothing makes sense anymore if he doesn't win. Yeah. So, I, um, speaking of Goldberg, at least that'll be nice. Yeah. Speaking of Goldberg, I I like Roman. I, I shared some clips of that um, Goldberg versus Undertaker match at Saudi Arabia. I shared that with a friend of mine. Yeah. And he was just dumbfounded by the fact that it happened. And that's... <laughs> and that... Yeah. And then you told him a year later that man is top champion. <laughs> yes, I told him Goldberg is champion. And he goes, what? <laughs> I go, look at this. Look at these clips from last year where he fought Undertaker. And then he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, it's it's sad. Um, where those those moments in that Saudi Arabia match with Undertaker and Goldberg of just Goldberg trying to lift Undertaker up, and then Goldberg and ramming his head into the pole accidentally, and yeah, a, a terrible tombstone that Undertaker gives Goldberg and nearly shatters Goldberg's head. Uh, cut to now. Hey, he's 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 Goldberg. Goldberg's headlining WrestleMania. <laughs> Um, yeah. Hopefully this one doesn't go as terribly. Let's hope. Hopefully the right person wins here. Yeah, let's hope they both survive this. Yeah. Okay, and then our final main event. Uh, we have Brock, Les- Brock Lesnar versus Men's Royal Rumble winner Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. And I think... As I said with Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, I think this is probably second place in most likely to be the best match of the night. Um, I, I I think even, like I don't expect Drew McIntyre to win, but if he does, great. That would be a fun moment. Would have been more fun with the crowd. But yeah. if he doesn't, I still expect this will probably get, be a good match. Because like when, when Brock Lesnar has had a 
a very competitive back and forth match, which this has to be. Um, they have been excellent. And I, I'm hoping that's what we get here. No, no matter who wins, I think it will be good yeah. to watch. I was going to say, I mean, it just depends on whether Brock Lesnar is going to be in, like, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, with, with um, what's the word? Uh, with some vigor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not Act just like he wants to be there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and not just spare somebody once and then get, which, the, get the fall in like 10 seconds, which I imagine, uh, I, I just have to think like, can they really allow one of their two nights to end like that? Like with how sad everything is <laughs> with how hopeless everything seems, can they really allow that to happen? Marcus, I, are, are you telling me that Vince McMahon would decide to not end a WrestleMania main event with something that the audience doesn't agree with, even at times like these? That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I don't know. The only constant through all of this watching WWE even even back then from then to now it's been don't worry Vince McMahon will always disappoint you yeah and yeah. that's uh, very 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 true yes okay um, even even on the road to Wrestlemania how many times has Vince McMahon disappointed you Marcus uh, so many <laughs> so many and I've been watching for two years <laughs> okay um, yeah, so that that is everything that's announced so far. Uh, very likely, something more will be announced at some point. But uh, as of now, no. As of now, that's what we have. And uh, you know, uh, it looks fine. There's enough there that I'm interested in seeing. Yeah, and we're going to be here to cover it. We're that's gonna, right. Yeah, we're going to do. I'm assuming we're going to do one episode on the two shows. Um, right? I mean, there'd, there'd be no reason to... Probably, yeah, I would expect. Yeah. Um, and as of now, we're going to be having some very, very special guests on those episodes. And, and those guests uh, are Paul Walter Hauser and Jessica Chastain. Yes, yes, yes. let's get into that. Let, let's let's hit the music for the Paul Walter Hauser beat. It's PWH so, Minute. P- <laughs> that's good. So Jessica Chastain tweeted out uh, a video of... A baby and a dog sleeping together. <laughs> yes, it was um, a cute video. Uh, this baby, I don't know where she got it. Does she have a baby, Marcella? Yes, yeah, she she's, uh, she's, she's her baby. She's a mother, I'm assuming. I didn't see the whole video. I just assumed it was her baby. It may, it may, it may have been like another video made by somebody else. I don't know. Anyway. That's possible. Yeah. It's possible. But, uh, well, we, we, we cannot confirm... Uh, where Jessica Chastain got this baby. We do not know. Uh, Our sources cannot confirm or deny if that baby is hers or not. But we can uh, say that Paul Walter Hauser replied uh, to the the pretty cute video of babies and dogs sleeping with each other to say, which David Lynch movie is this from? (laughs) So it's a, it's a great, great retort. It's a great, uh, sure. Great comeback. He just slammed her. <laughs> yeah, he slammed her, and her response is, thank God for you. <laughs> and then we have a third party here, 
a Mr. Josh Blumenkrantz. <laughs> so <laughs> you both. <laughs> so do we need to have him on the show? <laughs> <laughs> we we should probably get him on to like we should Skype him in to get some uh, some insider info here. Yeah, but Josh says uh, you both need to do a film together when this is all over. Paul Walter Hauser replies, "I'll work scale if it's with JC." Jessica Chastain, not Jesus Christ. I do like Jesus, though. <laughs> uh, Jessica replies to that. Let's get it going, Mr. Hauser. We've got nothing but time in this quarantine land. And and then the yeah, it continues. Uh, Paul Walter Hauser replies, let's all keep dreaming out loud. Good things are coming. With, like prayer hands. Uh-huh. And Jessica Chastain, the finale, the big finale. Jessica Chastain says, she quotes, the darkest hour is just before the dawn. Good things are coming with a heart emoji. So, so with that, um, I think we want it. Well, yeah, go ahead. So if we ever survive uh, this (laughs) pandemic, maybe Jessica Chastain and Paul Walter Hauser could work together someday. Yes. Uh, they they're, they're on each other's radars. They can team up. And what, what movie do you want them to do? Marcus? I would like to see like a remake of Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> with I them. think with those two. Yeah. What I want is, uh, them to work together, uh, and finally do the uh, story that I'm so interested in right now. Uh, I want them to, to do a film on the Montreal screw job. And I want <laughs> Paul Hauser to play Brett the Hitman Hart. Yes, yes. And I want uh, Jessica Chastain to play Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's very good as well. <laughs> yes, uh, have that happen, folks. Write that script. Uh, Jessica, Paul, come on the show. Now, now Jessica Chastain, she's roped into this. Yeah. Now we have to have them both on the show. Also, happy birthday, Jessica Chastain. It's the 24th of March. So Yes. Yes. Uh, and Paul, you listening? Yeah. We're still feuding with Paul. Yeah. You, you, just because just we're having fun here, yeah, we're, mean you should not be on your toes. Exactly. Be on your toes because we're, we're still feuding. If you listen to the last episode, you know, uh, we're the heels, you're the, you're the face. Uh, only way to sell this is get in the ring. And by ring, I mean this podcast. That's the show. Yes. <laughs> oh, do, you, do you have any? Do you have any else? Do you have any else? I'm I'm just so out of it now. Do you have anything else, Marcus? Before we close up, um, I do. <sighs> I think we are going to open up our mailbag. Wow. I think I think that there is something sitting in our email that we need to read. This is. Uh, precedented because we've done this before. <laughs> yes. So yeah, open it up. I, I I'm interested to see what's in that mailbag. So we have, have something here that that is un- this isn't just no Google, all right? <laughs> that I Ooh. usually read. Uh huh. And this isn't just uh, that guy whose sweat coin we read. <laughs> no. No. This is something different. This oh, is boy. a oh, very boy. this is subject title a very late email. A very late and email. Yeah, this is pretty long. It's like over a paragraph, but I'll just say the the gist of it. Uh, hey, hey, Marcus and Marcelo, I'm long overdue sending this email, but I wanted to tell you guys how much I've enjoyed listening to the podcast. I work at a tire warehouse, and I get to listen to new episodes when I'm pulling orders in the morning. 
here's 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 the here's the twist. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been friends with Marcus for a long time now. <laughs> And it's because of him and a couple other friends. I know anything at all about modern wrestling. <laughs> so this person's a friend of mine. And he, ma- he mailed in to say some nice things about us. Uh, this is the, this, um, um, I never watched wrestling growing up, but I knew of many famous wrestlers, so I can somewhat keep up with the references. Admittedly, I was always the kid who ragged on wrestling fans. This is no joke. I believe no wrestling fan had a clue the whole thing was made up and thought I was some sort of savior when I pointed this out. What a jerk. This guy sucks. Yeah. What do you think, Marcel? Delete the email. Stop being his friend. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this guy. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I thought the entire thing was absolutely ridiculous. Obviously, I realize now that that was the whole point of the show. Uh, since re- rediscovering wrestling per Marcus and friends, I have a newfound appreciation for the athleticism and storytelling when it's good. I'm still way behind on lingo, moves, and who's who, but with each episode, I feel I'm more and more up to speed. Thanks for the entertainment and keep marking those marks. Um, all my love, Ethan Sizer. Do you recognize that name, Marcelo? Mm, Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. Yeah. He's uh, been mentioned on this show. Has he's the same guy? Was he? Yeah. Was he the one who was upset <laughs> that I uh, ruined the Sopranos ending? Yes, this That's the same guy. It is. <laughs> I was actually re-listening to that episode because I just posted it on our feed, on the free feed. And uh, yeah, um, good times. Uh, yeah. uh, I, I apologize again. For spoiling the Sopranos ending, and I, I hope I haven't uh, hope I haven't spoiled anything else. But but thank yeah. you, Ethan. Honestly, I'm glad somebody yeah. somebody's listening. Yeah, we need we need nice emails like that. Uh, if if you're a listener like Ethan, uh, please email us. Please talk to us on the Twitter at marking the marks. What's the email uh, address? Uh, uh, but our Twitter at marking the marks. M a r k i a g the m a r c s. Um, our Twitter or our Twitter, that's our Twitter (laughs) and our email is, um, T F S wrestling at gmail.com talk film society, wrestling at gmail.com T F S wrestling at gmail.com. Uh, I believe that's everything I had to say, Marcelo. Yes. Um, thank you. Thank you for opening up that, uh, that, uh, email bag. What's it called? The, the bag, (laughs) the bag, (laughs) The viewer, uh, the viewer interaction bag. Yeah, the listener bag. The 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 VIB. The VIB. Thank you, Marcus. <sighs> yeah, you can close that up now. Um, and now, I have one. I have one thing to 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 announce. If you're listening to this, you could be listening to it on our separate main uh, marking the marks uh, feed which we now have. It's our own separate feed from the Talk From Society. We've outgrown that feed, even though our episodes are still on that main feed on the Talk From Society network. We have our own feed. So, yeah. And if you're not listening to this on the main feed, and if you just want these episodes by themselves, then uh, go, to, go to our Twitter, and I'm sure the link will be there, too. Uh, at this point, hopefully we'll be on Spotify, uh, and also Stitcher, and maybe Google cast or some shit yeah but for right now we for sure have that apple podcast feed so subscribe and listen to all the episodes yes and it's all very exciting isn't it it is i'm super excited i need to be excited about something through these dark times and uh yeah even on that feed i put in that episode of of uh, marcelo makes a podcast where marcus uh you pop up 
and you make me watch last year's Royal Rumble. That's on there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the complete collection of uh, Marcelo and Marcus wrestling podcasts is on there. Um, and yeah, that's it. Good job, Marcus. Oh, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> should we also plug our Patreon? Uh, oh, show? that's right. Oh, so much to do at the end of the show. Yeah. Patreon.com slash talk from society. Go there and listen to, it should be on there by the, by the time this drops, our new show in which we talk about wrestling. Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, yeah. Now that the show is free to everybody, the new episodes of Mucking the Marks, uh, we have a Patreon show. Uh, that continues our, our Patreon quest and gives everybody on their new content. Marcus, what is it? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's about Stone Cold Steve Austin versus, uh, Vince McMahon. We're chronicling that entire feud. Uh, the show is called open up a can of podcast. Yes. And we do that. We, we literally open up a can, uh, during the show. Uh, yeah, in the in, in the first episode, and we will continue to open up cans, uh, or I'll just use that clip and just you know have it be <laughs> a pre-roll and just reuse it over and over, so I don't have to waste so many cans. We'll figure it out. Okay, we'll figure it out. but yes, listen to that. It, yeah, uh, I sent Marcus the episode, episode one yesterday, and you you uh, listened to it. And you thought it was okay, right? Yeah, it, it's a good show. Yeah, and there's no reason why you would lie to me. <laughs> No, no, I actually liked it. It's like, I think it's good. Okay. Uh, so, 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 so take our word for it. Take Marcus's word. It's a good show. Uh, listen to it. Uh, if you miss paying for content, uh, if, if, if you don't want to miss out, if you think, hey, you know, marking the marks is free now. I don't have to pay anymore. No, no, no. Screw that. Keep paying and keep getting exclusive wrestling yes. content. Yes, yes. Yeah. And also we have commentaries and other series on there too. So not just wrestling. But mostly wrestling. Okay. That's it, Marcus. I think I think we've covered everything. Yeah, we did it. And yeah. now uh now it's time to end our show. With the th- with the thing we always say at the end of these episodes. Yes. We say this yes. every single day. We've been saying this through the quarantine, just by ourselves in our room, staring at the wall, just waiting for the pandemic to go away. We've been saying this phrase. Here we go. So, please wash, wash us, wash us, <laughs> because we, because we are dirty, dirty boys. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>